The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Sif Heider, the founder of Array. I'm a wellness entrepreneur and digital creator, and this is my show, The Dream Bigger Podcast. Listen, I love dreaming big, but you know what I love more? Actually having the resources to make those big dreams happen. And hey, dreams can sometimes be private jets, but other times they can look a little something like having the best skin of your damn life or starting a successful business or delving into spirituality. So on this podcast, I chat with experts and thought leaders from different fields about their tips and tricks on doing exactly that. Remember to subscribe. We drop new episodes every Tuesday. So see you then. Hi, I'm Mariana. I'm the co-founder of Summer Fridays, and this is the Life with Mariana podcast. In this episode, I am celebrating my birthday. My birthday is on October 10th, and I am turning 37 years old. I'm fine about my age. I feel great. I feel really happy in the place that I am in my life. But I wanted you guys to ask me some questions about my age, my birthday, how I feel. So I answered a few from you guys about the best things about getting older. Do I want kids? Advice on finding your passion and pivoting career in your 30s. How to spend your birthday, whether it's alone. What makes me cry and laugh. And if I feel anxious about my upcoming age of turning 40 in a few years. I answer these questions and so many more in this episode, so keep listening and don't forget to subscribe to my podcast on Apple Podcasts or follow on Spotify because I've got new episodes every Tuesday. And a little birthday gift, if you'd love to give me one, is a five-star rating review. All you have to do on Spotify is tap the five stars. And if you're on Apple, tap five stars and leave me a little rating because it would mean so much to me and it's so helpful to the show. And before we get into the episode, I'll do this week's life update. So I guess my biggest life update is that it's my birthday and my birthday is like very chill. So the older I've got, the less I actually want to do on my birthday. And I just want to like hang out and relax. I don't need like a big party. I don't need a lot of people. Like maybe for my 40th or something, I'll do something for a milestone in a few years. But this year, I just wanted to do something very relaxing and have like a little vacation after my trip to Paris. So I just got back from Paris Fashion Week, which is an amazing place to go to. It's a great trip, but I'm also there for Fashion Week. And so it was very busy. So I felt like I needed to like unwind a little bit as I got back. It was my most favorite Fashion Week. And I will never get over being able to go not only to Paris, but to be going to these shows and being invited by these brands is something I just like, sometimes I'm in there, I'm like, is this real life? Like, I can't believe I'm here. This is crazy as somebody who just like loves fashion and clothes and I'm a consumer and I, I just love all of it being there. I'm just so grateful. So the first show I went to of the week, Dior always kicks off Paris Fashion Week and it was so hot that day and it was crazy and there was all these people outside and it was so fun to go. So I've been going to the Dior show now for I think like seven or something years and it still is like those butterflies when I go, it hasn't gotten old. I also went that week to Victoria Beckham, which is amazing. It was such a great show that was like the most beautiful venue. And I love the Victoria Beckham beauty products. So I got to use some of those to get ready. I also went to Hermes, which was an amazing show. Like I sat in this little area where they had me sat was with a bunch of other actors. Well, not other actors, a bunch of actors. I'm not an actor. And I got to meet some new people, which is interesting. So they usually seat people by region and by job. So like if you're a U.S. editor, like from a magazine, they'll all sit together. If you're a U.S. influencer or North America influencer, you'll kind of sit in a section together. And like celebrities are in one section together. So that's where I happened to be sitting. So I met some new people, which is nice because I end up seeing the same like people at a lot of shows. So it was nice to meet some new people. And so that was fun. And then I ended Paris Fashion Week with Chanel. 
And I just started going to Chanel shows this year. So I've been an influencer for over a decade. And I went to my first show in February of this year. So this is my fourth Chanel show. So I went in Paris and then I went to the cruise show and then I went to Couture and then I went to this one. And I'm such a Chanel girl. And so it was so amazing to go. I loved my dress. I was sitting like one row behind Anna Wintour and I was just like looking at her. I was across from Penelope Cruz and she's just like, so stunning. Camilla Maroney was there and Riley Kehoe, which I loved Daisy Jones and the Six. I read the book last year and then I watched the show and it was like another one where it's like, I can't believe this is real life. Like I cannot believe I'm here. I was there with my mom and we had such a great time and it was such a good week and I was so happy to be in Paris. And now I'm home in Los Angeles. And a couple things before we get into the episode is that we have our holiday sets out, which I cannot believe we're talking about the holidays, but Summer Friday's holiday sets are here. So there's a couple different things you guys might want to get. So if you love jet lag mask, we have a full size jet lag mask. And oh, I have to tell you the most exciting thing. So you guys might know with our rich cushion cream, we have the seal of acceptance from the National Eczema Association. So that just means it's been tested by their team for ingredients and the formula and how it works on skin. So we're so proud to have the eczema seal and jet lag mask mask has it now too. So if you guys are looking for a moisturizer, those two ones are great. So for the holidays, we have jet lag mask in jumbo size, and we also have an amazing skincare set. It comes with a full-size jet lag mask, a mini lip butter balm, which is so cute, and a mini vitamin C serum and vitamin C eye cream. So that's an amazing one to get. And then we also have two lip sets. So one is with vanilla, cherry, and our limited edition iced coffee. It's only available in the set. And it also comes with a sample packet of jet lag masks. So this is like buy two, get one free lip balm. So you get two for the price of one, and you also to get a jet lag mask sample. And then we have a little cute mini lip butter bomb set is so cute. If you guys want to get any of these, I would definitely recommend getting them soon. I know it sounds early for the holidays, but this is a really good time to stock up on them. Hopefully they won't sell out by the holidays, but you just never know. So now let's get into the episode. Life is full of firsts, whether you're off to college, getting into the job market or moving in your own place, doing things for the first time can be difficult. If it's your first time managing your healthcare by yourself, let Caraway make it easy. So later in this episode, I talk about my own health anxieties. So if you're like me and you've ever gone to WebMD or Google and looked up why you might have a headache only to end up down a rabbit hole and you're just freaking out, don't panic. Talk to a real doctor instead right away with Caraway. Caraway is the care you need all in one place. Their easy to use app offers physical, mental, and reproductive health care tailored to the needs of Gen Z. With Caraway, you have unlimited 24-7 access to an experienced care team of doctors, therapists, psychiatrists, gynecologists, nurses, and health advisors, and you will always talk to a real person and not a robot. Caraway can also help manage different healthcare concerns like getting medicine when you're sick or treating depression or refilling birth control prescriptions, so you can also message your care team to get quick answers on whatever your questions are, big or small. There's no long wait times or inconvenient hours and surprise fees or Googling your symptoms. With Caraway, your healthcare is integrated in one place, accessible whenever you need help. Membership starts at less than $25 a month when you select an annual membership, so that's less than a copay at Urgent Care. Right now, Caraway is offering new members 30 days completely free. If you go to caraway.health Mariana, there is no credit card required to try it. Get free and unlimited access to chat with their care team for 30 days. That's C-A-R-A-W-A-Y dot health slash Mariana for 30 days completely free. Caraway is available in select states. Go to caraway.health slash Mariana to learn more. I took to Instagram to ask you guys what you wanted to know in this solo episode about turning 37 and my age. And it's actually funny because sometimes... I don't really actually think of these things until you guys ask me or until it comes up because it's not things that I tend to think about every day. But a lot of the topics, of course, 
I think it's really, you know, interesting to so many people, especially if you're my age too, was around marriage and kids. So I definitely want to get into that. And I saw a TikTok the other day and it was like, my Roman empire is being at the age where you're like, okay, do I have kids right now? Or what's like the girl math for me to get to the age where I need to figure out, do I have kids or do I freeze my eggs? And what age can I be a parent? And that's definitely something that I go through. And I think it's such a normal feeling and so many of my friends too. So we're going to chat about that because I know you guys want to know. But the first question was the best things about getting older. And I would say in my 20s, I was insecure. I was not sure of myself. I was not sure of where I was in my career. I didn't feel happy with myself for so many reasons. I think in my 20s, it was a decade of figuring stuff out. Like I was figuring out who I am, who I wanted to be. What kind of people did I want around me? Where did I want my life and career to go? And like really looking around and being like, is this the life that I want right now? And it wasn't. And I had to make a lot of changes. And it happened slowly over time. And I think if you think about the long-term goals and life plans that you have, it's not a quick fix. Like if you want something to sustain for decades to come, don't think like, oh, I have to fix it in 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, or even a year. So it took a few years in my 20s to get to where I really felt like I was becoming the person I wanted to be. And it wasn't really until I was probably 29 when I really started to feel more comfortable in my own skin. And then from 30 on, it's definitely gotten better. And I would say today at 37, I feel the most confident I do in myself, in my personal life, my professional life. Just, I think it comes with age. And it's like when you're younger, you're comparing yourself and where other people are in their journey. And as I've gotten older, of course, there is still comparison. And especially with being on social media, you see the highlights of what everybody's going through. And that's challenging. But as I've gotten older, I try to have boundaries around it. and. Maybe it's more helpful because I'm in it myself, knowing that this is people's jobs and that what I'm seeing online isn't always the reality. And now that I've got a little bit older, I really see the reality of like what my friends are going through. And so I would say the best things about getting older are that I feel more confident in who I am. I feel better about where I am in my career and about where my future is taking me. And I hope that that just continues to get better with age. The next question is, do I want kids? And there's a lot of kid questions in here. And there's a couple different areas that I'll talk about in this episode. And yes, I want kids. I would love to be a mother someday. And I think when I was younger and when I was in my 20s, I thought I had this artificial deadline of like, I have to get married and have kids by 30. The time came and whether you're in a relationship or you're single or you're ready or you're not ready, there's so many things that you can't control. And what I never wanted to feel like was I just had to do something for the sake of an age. And I I don't love that feeling. I feel like For me, I want to become a mother when I'm fully ready, you know, mentally and physically to go through that, but also a place in my career where I can take the time to be a present mother. So I know the type of parent I want to be. And I think almost the older you get, it's like, you know, too much. You've seen so much of your friends, what they're going through and you know, and you learn what you really need to become a parent. And I, I think for me, I, I'm overthinking it a lot, but it's a such a serious decision to make. And I want to be the best parent that I can be. And so, yes, I do want kids someday. I'm not sure when. And I'll share with you guys when it happens. The next question was about advice on finding your passion and pivoting careers in your 30s. 
And it's never too late to start something new. So one of my favorite podcasts to listen to is Hillary Kerr. Hers is called Second Life, and it's exactly what you think. So it's about all these amazing female founders or women in amazing careers and positions who have this whole second career different from the first thing that they did. And I love hearing these stories from other women and how they pivoted their careers to have something else later in life because it shows it's never too late to do something. There's a few podcast episodes of people that I've even had on the podcast, like Nancy Twine. She's the founder of Briogeo. She had a job in finance first, and then she started this hair company, which is so different from the job that she had. There's also Carly Stein from Beekeepers Naturals, which is another one. She had a great job and then pivoted her career to creating these amazing products. I'll link a couple of these episodes in the show notes. You guys can go and hear from women who themselves have had amazing careers and pivoted and changed things. I think you can find the skills that you have and see if that could apply to a different industry. Maybe you're somebody who works in an unrelated industry right now, but your skills are in project management and you really want to work in beauty or fashion, then maybe there's somewhere where you could take those skills and switch industries and then work your way into the job that you want in a different industry. So since my birthday is October 10th and coming up, someone asked how to spend your birthday alone. And I think there's so much pressure around your birthday needs to be this big grand thing And it really doesn't. Your birthday can be whatever you want it to be and however you want to spend it. When I was younger, I used to want to have a lot of people around and want to have a big birthday. And I think because I didn't really have big birthdays when I was growing up as a kid, I kind of wanted that in my 20s. And then I realized like I have all these random people around me. This is not really how I want to spend my birthday. And each year it's gotten smaller and smaller. And that's exactly how I want to spend it. My best friend was asking me, like, what do you want to do on your birthday? And to me, my perfect day is just like hanging out with her. It's not a fancy dinner or going to do anything. I want to go for a walk by the ocean, spend quality time with someone I care about and just be outside. Those are the things that make me happy. And I try to incorporate that into my life all the time. So don't feel pressured that you have to have this big, lavish birthday because you really don't. It can be something so simple. So think about your most favorite things. Like if you had your dream day, how you would wake up, what would you have for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Where would you spend your time? What's your favorite activity or hobby? What are those things that you don't make time for that maybe you're busy with work or something else? And build your dream day alone around doing all of your favorite things and take yourself on a solo date. And I hope if you do this, you have a very happy birthday. The next question is about things I wish I would have started 10 years ago. I wish I would have taken care of my health and well-being a long time ago. I think it's never too late to start, and I'm so glad that I've changed my daily habits, but it's definitely harder to do now that I'm in my 30s. And when I was in my 20s, I was like drinking, going out and partying. I didn't have a morning or evening routine. I had no sleep schedule. I never wanted to work out. And as I've gotten older, I've really had to train myself to do these things and I've had to learn to enjoy them later in life. And so I wish I would have taken care of my health and well-being and really prioritized that while still balancing the fun of being in my 20s and doing all those things and making time for my friends and staying out late, but also being like, I need to take care of myself and figure out routines that I like that work for me, that make me feel my best. So I wish I would have started that 10 years ago. The next one is how do I feel about getting older and aging and do I enjoy getting older? You guys probably know if you've seen my parents, my parents are in their 70s and 80s. And the biggest blessing they've given me about their age is the gift of hindsight. And for me, I don't think of aging as a bad thing. It is a blessing to age. It is such a blessing to get older, to celebrate another birthday, to live another year, to feel mobile, healthy, well, happy in my mind and body to be able to move my body, to take care of myself, to work out, to go for a walk, to do all of these things. And I am so grateful for all of these things that 
I'm happy that I'm aging because I'm so glad I have another year to live and that things are improving as I age. And I realize that life is long and I have so many more years to live. And it's really because of the perspective that they've given me. And so I have older parents and I will be an older parent. And I know that I will hopefully pass that on to the next generation because I'm so grateful for all the lessons my parents have taught me. Which kind of leads me into the next question that somebody asked. And I was like, I wrote this down when somebody asked this and I was like, why am I doing this to myself? But what makes me cry instantly or laugh? And going back to my parents is, you know, I think it's just the reality of life is that as we get older, our parents get older and we know that they won't be around forever. And I'm even crying talking about it. And so that instantly makes me cry because that's the negative side, I guess, of aging is like, as we get older, our parents get older and we know that they won't live forever. And so that always makes me cry, but it also is a reminder of like, okay, I have to spend time with them. Like quality time is so important. It's so important to spend time with the people you love because we are getting older. And because my parents are much older, I know that, you know, they won't be around till when I'm in my 60s, 70s, 80s, because we have a much bigger age gap. And so it's a blessing to be able to realize and know that and know that I have to enjoy the time that I spend with them. And then also like basically anything about my dog, like any sad dog, like TikTok or video, I literally will start crying and then I'll run into the room wherever my dog is and like go give her like a little belly rub and a kiss. And so those are the things that instantly make me cry. And then what makes me laugh is honestly like TikTok. I'll see the funniest videos. I'll come across a video and it makes me laugh so hard that I cry. And I love just coming across like really funny things and I'll watch it over and over again. And my best friend always makes me laugh. She's so funny. One of the questions that you guys asked me about in this episode was advice on finding our passion and pivoting your career in your 30s. And I really believe it's never too late to start or learn or do something new. And if you're looking to make a change in your career and maybe want something to further your education, meet Georgia Tech's Scheller full-time evening and executive MBA programs consistently ranked top 20 in the nation. In fact, the evening MBA program is the number one part-time MBA program in Georgia. So students can choose from 14 concentration options to major in including sustainability, business analytics, supply chain, international business, and more. And I know from having a company how vital all of these roles are to the businesses. So these are such great skills to know. Scheller's full-time MBA program is ranked number one among top business schools when comparing total tuition costs with average starting salary. Tuition is over 50% lower than other comparably ranked schools. And in addition to their affordable tuition, Scheller offers many scholarships and fellowships for women, making an investment in you and your MBA accessible. They're all about career transformation. Scheller's MBA career services are ranked top five in the world six years running. Their advisors can assist you through one-on-one coaching, interview prep, resumes, and career development workshops, career fairs, and more. Women are leaders in the Scheller community and have many opportunities to build their leadership skills through student-led clubs, committees, events, and leadership development programs. Visit gtmbawomen.com to learn more about Georgia Tech Scheller's MBA programs. You guys submitted such great questions. I wrote down so many of them and I'm trying to get through as many as I can in this episode. And the next one is, do you usually plan your own birthday celebration or do you let loved ones plan it for you? I am a planner. I plan everything for everyone in my life. I plan trips, hotel, vacation, dinner reservations, all the things. And I am not a surprise kind of person. Like, please do not give me a birthday surprise celebration because that's not what I want. I want to know where are we going? What am I wearing? What time am I going to be there? Who's going to be there? I like have to know all the details. So everyone in my life kind of knows I would rather plan everything 
and just do it myself. And also I feel like if I'm inviting you to come do something, I'm going to pay for it for you because I don't want to host something and then ask people to come and then them pay for something that I wanted to do. So whatever it is that I plan, I just know that I'm okay with the cost that it is and that I'm going to cover it. I am in my late thirties and I have a bunch of jobs. I am able to do that. But even before I never wanted the like guilt or burden of feeling like, Oh, I wanted to go do this lavish thing and I'm asking people to spend their money on it. And maybe they didn't mind, but that just wasn't something I ever wanted to do. And so I prefer to just plan things that way. And I love a low key birthday, just something chill. I don't want to do it with like a bunch of people and I don't want to like get ready to go do something. I just want to sometimes go on like a little trip or go out to a dinner that I love or be by the ocean or water and just be outside and spend time with quality people that I like and maybe do an activity that I don't have time for or I've wanted to go do and just make time for that. And so that's kind of how I think about my birthday. And a really funny story is my mom, one time when I was in elementary school, I said like, mom, I really want you to bring cupcakes to school. She was visiting me. She lived in Germany and my mom is from Vietnam. She immigrated to the States and they brought out like my birthday cupcakes. I'm saying cupcakes in air quotes. And I was so upset because they were muffins. And I was like, oh my God, mom, these are muffins. And she was like, what? She was like, they look like cupcakes. And I was like, no, these are muffins. And then she was like, we don't have cupcakes in Vietnam. So like they look the same to me. And now as I'm older, it's almost like that story is more like just sweet and memorable than if she would have actually got me cupcakes because I, maybe I would have never remembered those. And it was such a sweet thing. And so for me, it really is about like the thought that counts and like the memories that I make less about having like this extravagant cake that maybe I wouldn't even remember the cake of what it is. And actually, that is another like memorable story that I have is for my 25th birthday, my best friend got me a cake because I really wanted our Mez bag one day. I was like, one day I want to buy myself a Birkin or Kelly, but couldn't afford it. And so for my birthday, she made me a cake. And for so many years, I wanted to work towards buying this for myself. And over 10 years later, I worked towards getting one for myself. And it was such a proud moment that I could buy one for my birthday for myself. I did this like a few years ago. And even though it's a bag and it's a material thing for me, it was like I worked towards getting this. And for 10 years, I knew it was something that I wanted. And it was a mark of accomplishment that I had towards something that I was working for and that in time I could get there. And so it was so great to see that from one decade to the next, from my 20s to my 30s, I worked towards buying this gift for myself that it was once a cake and now it is a real tangible thing that I have. Do I feel anxious as I approach 40? You know, I hadn't really thought about 40 yet. I just, I'm working towards my 40s. And I saw this question and I was like, oh my, like some of the way that you guys word things, I don't think you meant it that way, but I was like, damn, you guys think I'm like old. And so I was like, wow, approaching 40. I haven't really thought about turning 40. I've really only thought about like whatever this next birthday is. So I haven't thought about 40 specifically. And no, I don't feel anxious. I don't feel anxious about it because I don't know what there is to feel anxious about. I think there's so much talk about age and how we feel and what we're supposed to do and what we're supposed to accomplish and what we're supposed to be in life. And I think by thinking about it too much and talking about it too much, it gives you anxiety about something that there really shouldn't be anxiety over. Like I'm grateful to live another day, to live another year and to work towards each of those birthdays and the things I want in life. And I've shared this activity many, many times, but it does not get old. And a few years ago, I wrote down on a piece of paper the things I wanted to accomplish and what age I thought would accomplish each of the things in my life. And when I got to 45, I ran out of things to talk about. And I thought to myself, if I accomplish everything I want in life by 45, what 
will I have to look forward to for decades to come after that? And doing that activity and writing those things down and physically seeing on a piece of paper that everything I wanted I could do by 45, I thought, well, there's not really a rush for things because I want to look forward to things in my 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s for the rest of my lifetime. And if I do everything by 45, then there's nothing else to be excited about. And so that really helped give me pause and feel less anxious and not feel like I had this deadline of things. And a lot of times I think we have artificial deadlines and it's going to go into questions that you guys ask later about, you know, the expectations of other people, but this is your life and what you want to do and how you want to live it. And so I don't feel anxious about turning 40 and I hope that you don't either. My personal view of the pressure of getting married and having kids and do I compare myself? I don't feel pressured. I think I used to feel pressured, but the older I get, the less pressure I feel. And you would think that it would be opposite, that the older you get, the more you feel like you have to do these things. And yes, I want to get married. Yes, I want to have kids. And yes, I want these things. But I also never want to feel like I have to do something because of my age. And I'm fortunately or unfortunately at an age now where I've seen friends who have gone through divorces or marriages and second marriages and breakups and all of these things that you think like you see your peers and friends in their 20s go through this and you're like, oh my gosh, they're so lucky. They found their partner and soulmate in their 20s. They got to have kids young. But then I see them now in their 30s and 40s going through a separation and they say to me like, I wish I would have waited longer because I grew so much in my 20s that I am a different woman I am today. I I wouldn't have chosen to be with this person today. And so I've seen, again, talking about age and hindsight, I've seen that from my friends and the experiences that they had. And because they've gone through the whole cycle now of like being with somebody, being married, having children, getting divorced, going through separation, co-parenting, their honest advice is like they become very honest. Like, I wish I did this this way. I wish I would have done this instead. And so I really hear from them. And then also by having friends who've had kids now, you know, they're past the like cute baby stage where like they're a little bit older and they're really a parent of a six, eight, 10 year old. And there's so much that, you know, I think we think about having babies and we think about having the baby, but you don't think about, you know, what happens after they're a cute baby and like the struggles of parenthood and how this is a lifelong journey and relationship that you have with this person and that you're raising them for a really long time. And I think the older I get and I see my friends going through things, they're very honest with me. And I love that they share the honesty online because I think it helps give other women the chance to say like, okay, wow, this is what it's really like. It's not like just this fairy tale part. Like, do I want this part? Like, do I want to be a parent in these scenarios? Do I want to be in a marriage because of these things, not just because of all the happy pictures that I might see online or just to have a, you know, beautiful wedding day? And yes, it is all those things. But because of my friends sharing the reality with me, I'm like, okay, I'm not in a rush. And I saw this, I think it was like a TikTok clip of like Emrata. And I was talking about it with a bunch of my friends who have gotten divorced. And it was a clip saying like, the best thing was like they got married and had kids in their 20s and that now they're divorced in their 30s. They've already been through marriage. They already had kids. So they have way less pressure on themselves in relationships now in their 30s because they know, oh, I already did do that. I already went through this and did this. And that's actually not what I want. And now I know more of what I want. And then also they've had the pressure taken off of them because they've had children already. And so that's a different you know area of this. But long story short, no, I don't feel the pressures of it because even though it's something I want, I know I'm not ready for it yet and that it'll come in time when I am. And that my friend sharing the reality of what things are with me has really been helpful to say like, oh, well, like it's not just these happy pictures I see online. There's so much more that goes into this. And I really want to be ready 
and know I can be as ready as I can be to go through that. I think it's time to start our holiday shopping. And I know it sounds like we're doing it a little bit early, but I'm always down for a good deal that helps me save and stock up on things a little bit early for the gifts that I know I'm just gonna have to get eventually anyway. So if you guys wanna shop and save, Macy's lowest prices of the season sale is here. From October 13th until October 22nd, get 40 to 60% off regular sale and clearance items. So that's huge savings on pretty much everything from clothing, shoes, handbags, to home decor. Plus, you'll find your favorite brands like Calvin Klein, DKNY, and Steve Madden that will really just elevate your style. One of my favorite bags right now that I love made a comeback in the last few years is Coach. So I used to always love a Coach bag when I was in high school and college. And I love that these are coming back and I absolutely love the designs. One of my favorite bags that they have is the Coach Tabby 26 bag. It comes in a couple different colors. And I love that this is a shoulder bag. It has a longer strap too that you can take on or off. And I absolutely love anything suede. I feel like it just makes a whole outfit, especially for fall. I like to wear like a pair of denim, a cozy sweater, and a suede bag or shoes, and it completes the whole look. There's a coach braided trim, mixed leather, and suede bag, and it's just really soft and looks so chic. And for boots, I love anything patent. I actually just got a new pair of black patent boots for myself to wear with jeans. And I just love the little detail that it has of the shine. And there's a pair of Madden Girl women's block heel stretch dress boots that are so cute. So head on over to Macy's.com to check out great deals. And remember, this is happening October 13th to 22nd. This next question is, can I talk about how to kindly shut down questions, read proposals, marriage, and babies? And how do I respond to people who constantly ask me, when are you going to get married? I think this is so rude to ask people. Like, I don't know why people feel so comfortable. I don't know if they're just trying to make conversation or they're just curious or they want to know. But I saw somewhere it was like, when someone asks you this, just ask them, how's your marriage going? Or how's parenthood for you? And turn it around on them because it's like, why are you asking me about this thing? And at the end of the day, you are the one in the marriage. You are the one that's the parent or the co-parent or whatever it is in the scenario. And you are the one that has to live your life, not this other person that's asking you or pressuring you. And my parents lightly pressure me. They're like, okay, you're getting older. Like, when are you going to have kids? I want to be a grandparent. And I know they're sometimes just teasing me. And then maybe sometimes they're being serious, but the reality is like, they're not going to be there taking care of my kids every day. You know, who's going to be there? Me. I'll be there every day and it will be my life and my responsibility. So you can't do things because somebody else is pressuring you or asking you because it's such a big life decision to make, whether you want to get married or engaged or moved in together, or have kids, that you're the one that has to live that life. And I think sometimes if we pressure ourselves into doing something we're not ready for yet, that's when things might not go the way you plan because you're doing something not because you truly want to do it. And then I see where people pressure themselves into doing something they don't want to do. And then they're not fully ready for something that's such a big commitment. It's just hard. And I wish that people would stop asking, especially the kid thing. Like I have so many friends who deal with so many issues that they're going through with either trying to conceive or get pregnant or having miscarriages, or maybe they don't want babies at all. And asking other women this question is just so rude because you just do not know what somebody else is going through, the struggles they're going through, how they want to become a parent or what their problems are. And especially when you ask it in front of their partner, if it could be an uncomfortable situation for them. So just in general, don't ask people. 
If they want to talk to you about it and they bring it up, like talk to you about it is fine. Even if you think it's an innocent question, even my friends that have kids already, they're like, they just gave birth like a week ago. And people are like, oh, when are you going to have your next one? Are you going to have one more? And it's like, let them enjoy the baby that they just had. And so stop asking people, when are they going to have kids? And when are they going to have another one? And if they're going to have kids and when are they going to be ready? Unless they want to talk about it and they bring it up first. Like it really makes me angry because I see my friends who have gone through loss or something and they're really trying to have another baby and people are talking about it in front of them. And I can tell they just don't want to talk about it. And so that just really irks me. And it's not even like for me, like if you ask me, it's like, it's fine. Like I'm going to have kids someday. Like it doesn't bother me, but for the people that it does just like be really mindful. And even when you're asking people online, like don't comment like, oh, are you pregnant? Or, oh, are you like expecting? Or, oh, I thought you were pregnant. Or, oh, you look pregnant. And so just in general, just like general rule of thumb, not to bring it up to people because I just think it's rude. I've got a few more questions to go through. And the next one is, how do I deal with health anxiety about being in my mid to late 30s? And I have a lot of health anxieties, which is just like a bit stressful. And especially in the last year, it's gotten worse. And the internet honestly is like, it's a good and bad place, but I see somebody with a diagnosis or talk about their symptoms or something they're going through. And it makes me panic and think that this is happening to me. I'm like, oh my God, wait, I have this symptom too. Like, do I have this thing? And then I go down this rabbit hole of Googling all these things and feel like I have symptoms for something that I don't have. And it's made it worse. It's almost like it's too much information for me. And there's a balance of, I want to listen to my body. If something isn't right, I absolutely want to go to the doctor. I want to figure this out. I want to get a test for this thing and listen to if something is really wrong with me and advocating for my own health. But then there's a balance of too much information and making myself think that I have all these things that I don't have and freaking myself out. And it's such a balance of things that we try to do. And I really want to take care of myself, but I know that there's things that are important, like going to your annual exam with your gyno and making sure that you have your breast exam. And for me, it's other things as well as, well as like blood work and checking my hormones and, you know, all these other check marks that I like to do. And so, yes, I have a lot of health anxieties and I think I start to panic a little bit more as I get older, like, wow, there's so many things that can go wrong. And so, Instead of stressing so much about these other things that I cannot control or I don't know what's going on, I just try to take care of my health and well-being the best that I can. That's why it's been so important for me to have a morning routine and an evening routine and figure out foods that make me feel my best and have workouts and stuff that I really enjoy doing because those are things that I can control within my health and well-being to take care of myself long-term. And I've incorporated supplements and cutting back on things that make me feel good. And so Yes, I have a lot of health anxieties around my being my age and I start to like panic about things and I just try to limit it the best I can. And I've really had to stop Googling symptoms because I feel like anything you kind of Google, you'll find an answer for of like, I have this weird feeling in my right foot and it feels like this and there's some like random answer that comes up and then it freaks me out. And so I have really had to try to balance that and it's something that I am working on. So the next question is around skin treatments to help with aging. And the number one best thing I can tell you to do right now, no matter what your age is, is to start wearing a sunscreen every single day. The best sunscreen is a sunscreen that you want to wear, that you want to use. So just find a formula that you like, find a texture that you like, and just use it. Whatever one it is, I'm just happy if you're using a sunscreen. We have one at Summer Fridays. It's called Shade Drops. It's a sheer mineral milky sunscreen. It's the most incredible texture, but I'm just happy for you to wear a sunscreen because it is so important. So my dad came up a few weeks ago 
we were having lunch and he looked at his arm and he's like, oh, I have this pimple on my arm. And I looked at it and the second I looked at it, I knew what it was. I made him an appointment with a dermatologist. He went there that week. The doctor biopsied it and it came back as skin cancer. And he just got it removed. He just had it cut out and he's waiting to go back to have his stitches removed. And it is so important to wear sunscreen every single day. Luckily, I saw what it was on my dad's arm and hopefully it's, you know, nothing. But I want you to protect your skin, not only from skin cancer, but Swearing sunscreen every day really does help with premature skin aging. So if you have things like hyperpigmentation and dark spots and you want an overall even skin tone and you're using things like a vitamin C in your morning routine and you're using a retinol at night, but you're not wearing a sunscreen, you're not helping your skin. So if you're doing all this work to fade the dark spots and hyperpigmentation, you want to make sure you're wearing sunscreen to help protect any of those dark spots from getting darker, especially if you might have picked at a pimple and the pimple is a dark spot and then you're outside in the sun and then the sun makes it a darker dark spot. You don't want to do that. So just make sure you're wearing sunscreen every single day. And then as far as in-office treatments, I love the Laser Genesis laser is the one that I've been doing recently. So I've done it twice. It's a really gentle laser. I get it done at a dermatologist's office and there is no downtime. It just helps with overall like even skin tone, even any breakouts, it helps as, as well. But I was talking to the dermatologist just about different lasers and treatments. And she was saying like, these people that are all doing like Morpheus 8 right now, it's just really not good for your skin, especially if you're really young. So she's saying it penetrates too deep into the skin and it could be melting some of the good fat that you want in your face and actually making you look older. And then a friend of mine, she had a really bad experience with it. So I'm just doing gentle things right now and I'm really loving the laser genesis so far. And I had a dermatologist on my podcast earlier this year and she was saying the Holy Trinity products that you guys can use is a vitamin C serum in the morning, a retinol at night, and sunscreen. Those three products are really going to help you out a lot. At Summer Fridays, we do have a few. Our whole ethos around our products is gentle actives. So they're really gentle and help you so that you can use these products every day in your routine without irritating the skin. So in the morning, I use our vitamin C serum. It's got two forms of vitamin C. It's also got glycerin and squalane. So it's going to give you this like instant glowy, dewy finish, but it's going to help you with any hyperpigmentation or dark spots and just overall even and brighten the skin tone. At night, we have midnight ritual retinol, which is a gentle retinol. I know retinol can be scary, especially for first-time users. It's specifically formulated for sensitive skin. So if you are new to retinol, this is a great product for you. And then just wearing a sunscreen every single day. And the last question is, at 37, do I think my life would turn out the way that it did? And I would say it is better than I could have imagined, yet it's exactly where I thought it would be. So I've always had really big goals and dreams for myself and believed that I could make things things possible. I just didn't know when it would happen, but I always knew I was working towards it. But what I've been able to accomplish at this age is far beyond my wildest dreams. And I practice gratitude every single day that I get to live this life and that I get to have this job and I get to do these things for work. And I get to, you know, do this podcast so that I can affect your life in a positive way, that I get, I get to make products that make people feel more confident, that I get to work with brands that I love as an influencer and do all of these things and that I feel happier in my life than I ever have. And I'm in a good place right now. And I'm so thankful every single day. It's why I have my gratitude journal to really write down these moments and things that I'm grateful for and practice gratitude. And so if you are struggling, like I was in my twenties, I hope that this is some sort of inspiration and motivation for you that things do get better and that you can do things to help improve your life and that you can make changes that will hopefully last for decades to come. So I hope you guys liked this Q&A birthday solo edition. And if you're a Libra too, I'm wishing you a very happy birthday. Thanks so much for listening and be sure to subscribe to my podcast and rate and review because it would mean so much to me and follow me on Instagram at Mariana underscore Hewitt to see what episodes are coming up next.
Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.